0: What's up, everyone? Before we kick off this week's episode, we're going to hit up our listener voicemail. You can leave a voicemail for us anytime, and we'll play it on the show if it's funny or intriguing or a cool comment, whatever it is. Um, So we got two new ones this week. It's our first week playing them, so hope you guys like them. You can call our voicemail line at 717-601-2348 and leave us a message for the show. So let's get into some listener voicemails. The first one, I'm not sure who it's from, but I think it's Sculpey. Sculpey was calling in.
1: Scopey,
0: faulty, And this second one was from our listener, Jeff Fleischer. He just wanted to give us a quick little message uh, about the show.
1: Hey, guys. Jeff Fleischer here. You guys have a great show. Enjoyed the podcast with Jake Jensen. So I thought I would relate an interesting little story. Uh, many uh, years ago in a previous life, I worked uh, in the research office at the CIA. I was on a business trip to Disney Imagineering. And they were working on the cannon for the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, ride. And they were trying to do is shoot a cannonball uh, of compressed air. And uh, they would, in order to see it, they would add smoke to the cannonball. So they pointed this thing at me across the room and fired it. And you see this round cannonball of smoke come across the room, hit me in the chest, knocked me back about a foot, and my tie goes flying. Uh, so it was quite quite the experience, and it's uh, quite the amazing place. So uh, keep up the good work, and uh hope to hear how Jake does some of the models that he does in a fut- future episode. Take care. Bye. All
0: right, guys. Hey, again, you want to leave a voicemail for the show? Hit us up at seven one seven 601 All right, let's get into this week's episode. Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to episode 52 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of HO Scale Customs. What's I'm going sorry. on, everyone? It's the festive time of the year, baby. What's I'm sorry, up?
2: man. I gotta say, every time you do an opening, it sounds like you're getting ready to say, Good morning, Vietnam! <laughs> you all the time. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! We have
0: WrestleMania! in. <laughs> This week's matchup is I don't even know anymore. Right, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the Rock Johnson. Okay. I try to well, I try to do it in this corner is Todd Wiley weighing in at a healthy 380 pounds. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm,
2: Easy
0: son. Easy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And yeah, this I'm corner is no a and this corner is the featherweight. Brett Wiley, weighing seventy-two pounds, soaking wet. (laughs) (laughs) Lie there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let the match begin. All right, cool. So uh, Uh, that's a different intro for everyone. Um, That was hey, but in all seriousness, Merry Christmas, and um, we're a little silly tonight. I hope everyone had a great or is having a great holiday. Whenever you listen to this, Um, yeah, have a Merry Christmas. So. Hope you all got be, what you it'll want. Be, it'll be and...
2: Friday, and it won't be a holiday yet. But well, yeah.
0: but, you know, not everyone listens on Friday.
2: Right. It's some true. people listen right. over the weekend, Dad. Some people listen on Tuesday.
0: Some people listen
2: okay. a, a year
0: after we publish it.
2: So, um...
0: Alright, so... Yeah, that's, that's This all. week, we got, got some going. cool stuff. We are actually just going to start right off the bat with our patron of the week questions. If you want to become a patron and become a part of the show, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash scale Customs and join in on the show. So this week, we are going to start off with our questions right off the bat. Um, we're going to cue our funky game show music as we jump into all of the questions. Here we go.
2: You know I'm feeling down tonight a little bit.
0: Why are you down?
2: Well, right before the show, I was walking down the hall to come into my,
0: oh, no. into my
2: workshop. And oh, hey, real quick. It's darker, uh darker. I accidentally kicked him. You kicked and, the cat. Uh, I didn't mean to. I was Meow. walking, and he was standing right in the middle of the hall. It, it wouldn't have me out like so that. It bad. I picked him up, and you know, and he's okay. You know, I mean, but oh, I,
0: thank God! I, I mean, was I'm gonna really walk the into other a one. Hard. And
2: uh, but he's dark, and he's sitting in a dark <laughs> hall, right in the middle, staring at me. <laughs> and I, I didn't look down, and boom, it hit him. Argh, argh, whatever the hell noise he made—that sounded like a yeah. dog. Yeah, whatever. You know, the cat making this. Weird noise. Yeah, it's a cat and dog. And then it's the same kind of, thing. And he kind of slowly walked off, all hunched over. And so I followed him around the house a little bit and picked him up, and Holy he seemed fine. And How hard you kick him? I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't feel like I'm a, I'm a 220 pound, <laughs> 25 pound man. Uh-oh. You know, and I'm six, six two. We're gonna have so all the animal, all the animal the
0: hall. all the animal rights activists are be coming at you now.
2: Well, no, my legs pretty big. I mean, when I don't want to walk into him. You're swinging yeah. that tree
0: trunk down the hall, and you. Yeah, I
2: mean, <laughs> and I and I caught him. It like it was like, I, I don't know. I felt bad. Eh,
0: he's, he's, he's probably a good, okay.
2: He's a good. Animal. Anyhow, let's they're, move on. They're,
0: they're bouncy. They're bouncy animals.
2: <laughs> Nine lives, right? Okay.
0: Well, now he's got like three left. So,
2: anyways. Well, he's fifteen already, so that's even worse. You know what I mean? So, anyhow. Was, oh, let's, that's,
0: let's that that was Pickett.
2: Or, no, that uh, was Apollo.
0: Apollo. All right. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into our patron questions of the week or topics. Again, yeah. to submit your topic go to patreon.com forward slash HO scale customs. So um first of all, thanks Lynn. Uh Lynn, I think Lynn's a caps fan now. I think he likes the capitals.
2: <laughs> I read that post.
0: He posted twice this last twenty four hours either my wall or uh, on the on the group page here about the caps. Um well so, hey, yeah, and I'm not sure what you meant about going commando. We're just gonna leave it at that, Lynn.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to the commando thing uh, here tonight.
0: I'm not gonna talk no. about what I wear around my house. And I might be going commando in the middle of this podcast, you never know. But that's the beauty of a podcast. I can sit here in my underwear or, you know, nothing. Who knows? It's like work from home. You can wear whatever you want. That's
2: right. <laughs> that's the beauty of podcast. I'm just
0: actually I'm just in a robe, buck naked. We
2: don't know if I was sitting here in a bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, with a beer and some fuzzy bathrobe and a beer and fuzzy slippers.
0: All right, well, hey, we're gonna kick it off weird like that, and we're gonna go off to the next question here. Was that what was his question? That wasn't really a question.
2: It was. Just, oh, okay. uh, you just... re- seriously? He doesn't. He doesn't have a question.
0: Oh no, he did. He says, oh, okay. I mentioned the other day. When do you throw out the instructions and in go commando?" I think uh, I I was I just I was that. I was rolling with the um oh, the I was commandos. I was really just rolling with the commando part. Yeah, I, I get you. because it was yeah. funny. But I also, um, I always throw out the instructions, and in fact, I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm doing the Wiley's waterproofing kit right now, yeah. and it's probably the first time in over a year I've actually followed the instructions. I should say I did follow the instructions for, um, Skip Spate and Tackle because it was a yeah. new new manufacturer with um. Ron and I wanted to. I just wanted to see right. what he was putting together. But most of the time, I don't even look at him.
2: I, I do follow instructions for the most part um, on all kits. I think that I build. Even, However, even
0: with Wiley's waterproofing, though, I haven't followed the instructions. I didn't really follow the instructions for the wood part because I knew what to do.
2: I think once you build enough of these kits, no matter what manufacturer it's from, yeah, sure, there, you come. If I come to a tricky part um I, I i read them through real quick right right and, and and then i'll follow along for a little while and then or not and, and i start building them and then if i get to a spot that i'm not too sure on um, i will dig in and, yeah. and, and go find them and, and figure it out but but for the most part after a while when you build i think start building structures it just it, it, you just start putting them together. On... you'll find those weird little parts that are in your kit, and you're like, "What the? What, hell what am I, is I supposed to do, do with
0: that thing? Yeah, yeah.
2: Where is that going to go? But, but I, but I will say, it
0: out. I will say when really yeah. probably the first third of the instructions or more is yeah. wall prep and things that you do every time you do a wood building. Mm-hmm. So most of that stuff you can glance at really quick and go, ah, "I've done that. I know what to yeah. do." Really, right. when it comes to instructions, if I am going to follow it, I I look at the um. Like the – uh it's like an exploded view, you know, where it right, shows you where right. to put the trim and the bracing. But other than that, sure. it's pretty self-explanatory. I agree. So, I don't go commando very often on my own personal level, but I go commando a lot with instructions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, let's move on.
0: All right, we're moving on. Dan Pugach said – um. He wasn't sure if we've covered this before, but it, when choosing brushes, what do you do? Um, choosing paint brushes. Uh, yeah,
2: we need to talk about that. Triple lot, double
0: lot, dry brush, etc. What do you? Is this what you were talking about? You wanted to dive into a little bit with?
2: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, okay. I, I, I like triple and double lot, and um, double zero for you people or triple zero. Yeah. Um, I it's it's tougher to find your triple zeros. Um,
0: they are. I have a I have one triple zero brush. And right, I think I paid like eight bucks for it. It broke my heart, and I had and I had a fifty percent coupon for it, but I um, but I wanted to get a I really wanted to get a fine brush, um, that wasn't like a cheapo one because I knew if I got a cheapo right. fine brush, it would fall apart. I um, mean, but it,
2: what I look for in brushes is like, let me pull this off here quick. Oh, you like know,
0: I you know it. what I really look for in brushes? Uh huh. I, I really look for, um, good handles. Yeah. and if it's a good handle with a grip like a, mm-hmm. a nice grip on my finger yes. I will I will buy that one immediately because I found that the cheaper brushes um, usually if it's a cheaper wood handle brush after yeah. I don't know if you've had this problem but I've had the problem where the the, the finish on the wood handle starts to chip off yeah after yeah. using it for a while um, I, I've and, had... and I notice if you buy a better wood brush or even what? one or even one with like a synthetic handle, um they they the handles last a lot longer cuz you are you're using it a lot so it it falls apart
2: oh yeah if you go to like Michaels and you find their artist loft yeah uh they make these brushes they have these the, those brushes like are in a whole different head. section yeah you go to the fine art section if you want good brushes okay and you will find uh the double eye the single double triple eye okay i I'll even go to zero one zeros on these and um, you know, I, and I try and get the smallest, thinnest brushes I can. Right. When we're working with HO, I, I like to mix it up though. And it's not just a matter of the, the thin size. Right. Um, it's a type like, you know, I, I love detail brushes and the details are the very fine, very thin um, bristles. Uh, you know, a point, a very thin, tiny point. Right, right. And I, I find a lot of those the detail brushes are huge. Now, don't mix those up with the round brush. No, the round brush has a little bit more body to it. It is, uh, a, you, know, you can still get a super think, a round brush, super thick. I think the round brushes kind of are clean. a little
0: sturdier, though.
2: Right, they they are. But I mean, if I'm painting some super duper fine oh, yeah. detail stuff, I'm using a detail brush. With people,
0: I paint people with my yeah. detail brushes.
2: Right, right. I love a flat brush and I use flat brushes for a multitude of things. Um you, you know, you'll have one flat edge across the top. It might be, you know, I like to keep them small too. The small as I can find them. Um, and then uh those are sweet to deal to to work with because uh with a flat brush you can do a lot of things. You can weather with them with the chalks, you can um you know, put wider. Uh, you know, it's it's flat, but it, it has a wide expanse at the top where right. the, where the top of the bristles are. Right. And you can drag that out across um, and cut a lot of ground when you're staining. Um, if you're doing a bigger a bigger piece of board, a large wall or section, board, you want to do one little. And a thinner flat brush, you can do like one strip of of clapboard. Which is kind of nice if you want to just do one strip of clapboard. Right. And don't forget, too, just because the, the brush is that size, if it gets, if you want a certain size brush and it isn't there, you can get the smallest one you got or the one that fits closest to it. And if need be, take your scissors, a fine, good pair of scissors, and trim it to where you want it. Right. And then you'll have a specific I wouldn't do that with an expensive brush. Well, you can if you're if you get if you get good at it after yeah. a while
0: you can it. yeah but, but I mean you're gonna you're gonna limit that limit that brush to a right. certain size now what I would what I do is with the brushes that I know I'm gonna be using for that kind of stuff uh-huh. this is, my favorite thing to use is the um, Michaels has them um, and I got I actually got a pack on Amazon uh, for like I don't know it's like four bucks uh, mm-hmm. it was the multi pack plastic handle with the little rubber grip. Right, uh, It was like a, I don't know, it was like a, a 20 pack of brushes right? and 10 of them were round tip and 10 of them were flat brushes. Um, and those I didn't feel as bad about ruining or cutting up or, uh, you know, altering to my, to what I need because sure. I I, mean, I only paid 50 cents a piece for them or less, right. a quarter a piece. So, and they lasted, they lasted, they, I still have them. They're in great shape. Um, yeah. And they're they're a synthetic brush, but they're just a little cheaper. But they still they still hold up as long as you take care of them. So yeah, every you don't have to yeah, spend you don't have to spend a ton of money on you don't have to buy the premium no. artist brushes. Uh, no. But but I wouldn't go buy like the cheapy kids brushes, obviously. No, but, no. But I think Michaels and Amazon and probably the AC Moore they probably all have them. Right. But they're usually they're usually like blue, white, or purple plastic handles. Yeah. And they come in, they come in a multi pack, and they're like. Six bucks for like ten or twenty.
2: Yeah, they're nice, and, and, and the neat thing about them is they last. I use them. Yeah, I usually get one pack a year. Yeah, in this and I'll and you stick don't feel bad
0: the... if you ruin one of them. I mean, you don't want right. you don't want to ruin it, obviously. But if mm-hmm. if it's an old if it's getting old and it's starting to fray a little bit, you can trim it up and use it for like that last project that you know you're going to just ruin that brush on. Um, sure. I've done that a couple times where they start to get older, and I'll use them for applying glue if I need to brush glue onto something. Right? Yeah, um, I do the same
2: thing. I put them in a separate little
0: cup, and and then that just becomes that that just becomes the, the glue brush because after yeah. after even even when you clean it out after yeah. a couple times with glue, they just get funky.
2: Weathering brushes, staining brushes. They well, become, that's what they become. The
0: weathering brushes, especially for chalk weathering, I have yeah. a whole different set of brushes for that. And yeah, me too. And they're more of like a loose, a loose hair brush. Uh huh. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. They're kind of like the natural bristle brushes that yeah. are more loose and kind of a uh, really, really fine hair. Um, yeah. And they're not as cheap, but I use, I like to use a looser bristle brush for chalks.
2: Yeah, I do too. And and. One of some of the other types of brushes that I like to use, um, I like a filbert brush because let's say you're painting a fine, a, a filbert brush kind of tapers off to each side and comes not to a fine point, like a rounded point, but it tapers down on the left and right side of the, of the yes, brush. Yep. Uh, it's almost like a flat brush, but it tapers. Yeah. And what's neat about that is if I'm doing fine detail things where some of the details are, um, concave, um, I will take that brush tip, and I can get inside. There's different applications for it, for it. it you know I found, uh, it's nice to have one on hand. If you can get a good filbert brush and a smaller filbert brush, definitely look into doing that. Um, and then of course, uh, I, I, there's a couple other brushes that I, you know, I do like, um, the, um, I'm not a big fan of mop brushes. No, they're just too loose and all over the place, and uh, you don't get a lot of control with it. I but also
0: have a couple fan brushes that I don't really. Fan brushes. I don't are know great. what to. I don't know what to do with them.
2: Oh, I love fan brushes. I don't, I don't
0: use don't them. Much. I've never used them. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do with it.
2: I I use them for weathering or or, or painting. What are you doing, dog? <laughs> what the hell are you doing exactly? Anyhow. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to get reported to the SBC. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was at my feet. He's crawling in and around my, the computer and the microphone cords. Anyhow, uh, he's a great dog. He's the smartest dog I've ever had. Oh, my God. Anyhow, so uh, some of the brushes, back to the brushes, the fan brush. Um, I, I like it because you you can paint on like sidewalks. I can paint different shades and colors and uh, you can drag lines. uh, You can fan tail stuff. I mean, it depends on what, you know, you're going to have a, if you have a variety of brush styles, okay, like that. Right. And you keep them. You may not use it all the time, but you're going to come across situations that you're painting or building and painting. And you're going to say, wow, you know what? I, I need to use that brush. That's a brush. And you'll see it there. And you go, okay, I know right what brush to use for that. Another one that I like is called a deer, um, a deer foot. And it is round and thicker. And you can get them small or large, but they're round and thicker. And they're kind of cut flat across the top in yep. a round thing. And they're nice for stifling uh, your paint. So, you know, when we you do the sponge... I, in fact, I used one just the other night um, on a sign. But you know, uh, when you do the sponging uh, for, um, you know, you, the dry sponging that we do for our weathering with a sea sponge, mm-hmm. you can all and you're and you're just dabbing it. It's the same deal. You're dry brushing with a deer foot um, brush. A deer foot. And <laughs> that's what it's called because it looks like a deer foot the way it's cut. Right, right. And, and it makes it. You can you can get the same effects from a deer foot brush. And if I'm in a hurry and I don't want to mess up a you know, a sponge and have to go clean the sponge out and everything else, it's so much easier sometimes if I got especially if it's in a tiny detailed area that I need to to um, do that type of weathering with uh, a dry brushing. Yeah. Um, I will where I'm stippling, I love to use a deer foot. It's it's a great they're a little more expensive. Are you
0: saying stippling or stippling?
2: Stippling, stippling. Did I say stippling? Yeah. I'm uh, sorry if I did. Stippling. All right. Anyways. With, 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 anyhow. So, so those are some of the ones I like. Right. The ones I like to have on hand. I have a variety of just about everything, but I like going. I know you said about the cheaper brushes, and I do buy them as well. How? I mean, the decent cheaper brushes. Yeah. Yeah. Use your coupons, as we said a million times. But you definitely get yourself good brushes sometimes. Um, The better your brushes are going to be and the better you treat your brushes and clean them, the longer uh, they're going to last and the better the brush a lot of times you will get amazing results from. I know the results come from the artist himself or herself. However, good brushes, good brushes do make a difference. They really do. Absolutely. Yep.
0: Cool. Well, uh, and and as far as airbrushing... Or I'm I'm sorry, dry brushing. Mm-hmm. Um I use I dry brush with a flat brush a lot. Um and oftentimes if I need to dry brush something I use a sponge, believe it or not. Yeah. So that's really my dry brushing technique.
2: I'll dry brush with a flat as well. And I will dry brush with a um around a flat or like I said, the uh, the deer foot.
0: Very cool. All right. Moving on. Last top, oh, two topics, real quick ones. Uh, we've, we have discussed windows before, mm-hmm. uh, window glass, doll coats, cracked glass, window shades, etc. Um, Jake Johnson had asked that. Um, but as far as window, we've covered a lot of windows, we've used acetate, you've used some canopy glue before for windows. Um, we've covered that now. Window shades, I'm actually trying to learn. Well,
2: Jake did a with Jake himself, I saw on one of his Facebook posts where he did window shades that he cut out of. Yes. He cut, he cut slats. That's like what I'm trying blinds. to learn right now. And, um, it looked amazing. And, uh, it looks like it's very, it should be easy to do. Um, he just put some paper down in front of him and cut the slats, uh, you know, cut,
0: he made them look like, like almost like mini blinds yeah, or blinds. He
2: just put cuts into cut, in paper that were, to make it look like blinds. Yeah, and, and some, of the blind,
0: some of the blinds were crooked, and it looked uh-huh. awesome. So, I haven't done that yet, Jake. And I've been trying to do it. I've been learning it right now. It's not my first attempt. Did not look good. So I'm not too. Maybe prep.
2: we need to talk to Jake I'm about not, how he did it. Maybe well,
0: when we get him on again, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll maybe we'll yeah. talk with that about him. But we, yeah, have covered, right. we have covered we have covered canopy glue and acetate um and i think we we have talked about on the show using microscope slides and microscope slide covers right um, and we've
2: used um the gallery glass i've used gallery gallery glass glass. yep i have that and you can get different shades of that which is awesome so if you're doing a church or something you can put you know different colors into uh like make it look stained glass um but yeah i mean there's 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 a multitude of different things. You could technically, I imagine, use white glue. Um to do it. But
0: eh, I don't know how to look. <laughs> all right, moving on. I'm sorry, Jake, we don't have much on glass. Uh we've kinda of done in the
2: It's all over our website. What we've, we've, done used. It, we've done we've done it a
0: done, few times. We've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um my favorite is still acetate or microscope slides. I like microscope slides more than acetate because they have that shine to them. Yeah. Um it's just when it's a big kit it's a lot of glass to cut
2: I'm big on the microscope slides i'm I'm gonna be doing this kit I'm working on now it's got like forty eight windows yeah and uh, it's gonna take me a while but i'm I'm putting I'm putting real glass in
0: very cool that's gonna take so, a while but it, it does look much better
2: yeah
0: so um if or, I,
2: micro, or microscope slide covers yeah when in doubt better.
0: microscope slides yep so Last thing was also from Jake Johnson, and then we're going to move on um, to our cool new topic. This is going to be a fun one. But um, Jake asked, what kind of structure kits are you looking for that haven't been made yet? Which we did cover previously, and we've gotten some feedback on some firehouses and everything.
2: I want a firehouse.
0: Firehouses that are – we? I think actually a few people did answer us on firehouses. So
2: I even talked to Doug up at the show about a firehouse. Yeah. So –
0: Yeah. Dan actually – Replied to that and said a subway station. He feels like an underground rail is not well represented in model railroading, which would be cool. Not yeah. necessarily to to do the underground rail because no one would see it, but to do like the underground. Ah, the Jason
2: un- Jensen did an underground rail that looked awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, but yeah, but but right the front. But so even right if you up. had the underground rail stations, that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Or even if you, yeah, it would be a pretty small kit, but a kit that had like a way where you could cut into your foam layout. Yeah. To make it look like you had the stairs to the underground.
2: Well they you, you can get that stuff um from some of the European country uh, European countries. Yeah. European manufacturers like Pola or Faller and they, they do make
0: some underground um, stuff.
2: Well they make the you know the entranceways yeah, to right. above ground to make it look like it's going down into the ground. there's there some good stuff out there. Check your Walders catalogue. And you should be able to find something along that lines. Um, I'm but, not
0: a big. Well, go well, ahead. Well, we. I was. I was going to say we did cover that previously, but um, as always, what we talked about before the civic buildings that you don't see very often, like oh yeah, yeah, little yeah, post exactly. off, little post yeah. offices and uh, uh, police stations, small yeah. little police stations. Um yeah. but in Libraries. but in craftsman kits. I know there are out there are some out there uh I don't know about a library. Who wants
2: a library?
0: Well, I mean you could a library could be an old schoolhouse
2: or a big building. Yeah, but I mean you other, could repurpose
0: like you could repurpose old other other kits that were old buildings into a library.
2: Yeah, a courthouse. That's but
0: courthouses would be cool with the big pillars out front. Like a, a, craftsman, right. a craftsman kit with as a courthouse would look cool. Yeah. You do some, I need to do
2: I'm gonna I think I'm gonna try to do the, the, the cheese. Uh, you're gonna um, you do the cheese. Winchester, no, in Winchester, Virginia.
0: Oh, the they courthouse. They have the
2: courthouse in Winchester, Virginia. You know,
0: what you need. And though? we've
2: been in there. We slept in there doing uh, reenactment stuff. Creepy. For Civil War. It was. It was that. I I need to redo. I want to model that.
0: Well, we, All you really we, need is someone to do the walls, the cast walls. Building.
2: That building exchanged hands between the north and the south seventy-two times over the course of the war of, of uh, four years. Right, uh, and that's in, it's insane. So, well,
0: you would need uh We would just need someone to do the brickwork for us. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. we would need some kind of cast pillars. Yeah. But um, but yeah, courthou- old courthouses would be really cool to see because a lot of towns had them. Um, yeah. especially, especially if that's it was, going to be
1: my
2: 2019 well,
0: and what's, project. What's cool about that is even if you were doing a small rural town and it mm-hmm. was like the county, um, like the county seat for that town, it
2: right, right.
0: would most likely be a small courthouse with that, oh, yeah. with that county seat. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, you could have an, an old, an old town that was out west, Yeah. um, a small town even, but if it was like the largest town, even if it was small for that right. county. There would most likely be a, a county seat and a courthouse there, so that would be very cool to see. Yeah, um, we would just have to have. Obviously, with those older buildings, you tend to have pillars or large brick structures, so you would just have to. We would just have to find somebody that would make the make the brick walls for it. So
2: every year I do a prototype. That's going to be my prototype for 2000. There you go. And, awesome. and we slept in it. It was creepy.
0: It was very weird. Oh, the-
2: we left my wife. And it was very uncomfortable by herself. It is haunted because it used to be. It was also used as a military. did we sleep a inside in the Civil War? Yeah, we slept inside on the well, no, floor hardwood The one that night, old the
0: one night we slept inside and it was hot as hell. Yeah, and oh, I, I thought the next night we slept out front on front steps.
2: We did the next night because it was so hot. But right. the first night we left, we left your mom in there while you and me and the other guys. Poor were, mom. Went across the little street there, and it's a cobblestone street in downtown Winchester, in the section where they close, it's close to traffic and it's all historic area. And um, there's little bars and pubs and, you know, um, you know gift shops and things like that. Um, and right across from the courthouse uh, was a couple bars. And so we went over there sat out on the porch Ooh. and drank pictures of beer late at night. And I, she, came, she comes down and Stop it.
0: Hey, see, real quick. You
2: guys, it's creepy in there by myself. Hey,
0: I'm not. This will be the last patron thing, and it wasn't within our um our initial post for questions, but in the middle of this. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Bob Johnson had. This is breaking news. Ready, you guys? Breaking news. Bob Johnson, one of our patrons. Thank you, Bob. Just posted on our overtime at the bench page. He said he's not sure if it's still going on, but James Wright, the popular YouTube model railroad, po- the model rail podcast. Rev- I'm going to restart. James Wright, Please. the popular YouTube Model Rail product reviewer, is having a contest right now to determine the most popular Model Railroad podcast, audio or video. Oh. So he said he voted for Benchtime Podcast, and you all should too. So if it's still going on, we're going to find the link to it and put it in Who the show descriptions. It? What? Who is it? James Wright. I
2: didn't... Okay.
0: Well, anyways. <laughs> we're going to put the link in if we can find the link to the show where where you can vote yeah but if you guys are listening that would be even if we don't win it just to get our our name out there on the radar a little more if you yeah. guys yeah. if you guys want to help us out
2: yeah, get on over nits. there and, we're a and, the hobby, so I don't know if we'll get that but, hey. whatever
0: hey if we can make a dent that'd be sweet so yeah. uh, hey we're going to be competing with probably like you know the Ken Patterson what's neat this week and yeah. all those guys which have way more coverage than us probably but Hey, if little bench time podcast can get a couple votes in there and get on the radar, that'd be pretty sweet. I'm all for that. So, hey, if you do vote for us, that is a huge thank you, thank, thank yep. you, thank you. That is like our Christmas present. You guys, if you guys want to get us a Christmas present, head on over there and vote for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right, that wraps all up right. our patron content for the week, and we are going to turn it over to our topic of this the week. This is going to be cool. It's going to be a fun topic, and I don't even yeah. think the guy, the guys that are. The people and the models that we're talking about, they have no idea what's coming. So nope. we are going to actually go over kind of a year in review. It's
2: been a fun year, by the way. This is episode 52, and 52. I must say, I need to say this. I went on to the Modeler's Forum today and put up a post, and I need to express it to our listeners. I want to, and Brent, I'm sure can concur. I will agree um, with everyone. We want to thank you. Um, it's been a 52, 52 episodes makes a year. Okay. 52 episodes. We weren't even sure when we started, we were going to do it weekly. We thought we'd do it monthly and, uh, which would only give me 12 episodes, of course, but we've done 52 (laughs) and we tried to provide as much content as we possibly could and vary things up. And maybe, maybe some got a little stale, maybe not. We tried to have some great guests on. We've had some amazing super guests. Um, I feel very fortunate for the people that had that we have had the people that we've feel, had on our show.
0: I feel like um, um, what we started was not what we when right. we started it. We had no idea that we would even have the listenership that we do now. So right. I I I'm I feel very blessed and very fortunate that we uh, right. found. All these people that want to listen to us just talk. And, I mean, and we're and just ta- talking. About, really, we're just I'm, talking to each other. We're just right. shooting the breeze.
2: And I'm talking about the guests. I'm not pumping my own horn here. No, 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 no. But anything. I mean, okay. we we had
0: some but, awesome guests. Right. We, but but it's people that I never thought some of
2: the very best in the hobby. Right. Um. People. Some of them have been legends in the hobby, and uh, some even um, some the of them were of a little
0: explicit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, some of us,
2: <laughs> you and I, have been a little explicit. Hey, okay. whatever. But. Yeah, that's we've been very fortunate, and I and I thank each of those guests over the last
0: year. The guests. Also, um, well, I was just going to say the guests, and uh, of course, you guys. I mean,
2: the listeners, and we have made a lot of friends. We have met some met personally, and um, there's
0: some we have yet to meet yet, but we've been talking to online a lot. Um, right, we've and, just connected with. We've connected with the the coolest people I think we could possibly yeah. find in the hobby within our niche. Yes, and. Uh,
2: and I feel blessed. It's been a hell that, of a year. Yeah, I feel blessed that we have these good people on. Um, I mean, that are listening to us, right? And they participate. But then I feel like I know some of these people, and after a while, and
0: hell, we haven't even met half of them in person.
2: Well, I know when I went to the to the expo, and wow, and I, I went there, the and I had, I'm, you no, know, I knew that, but <laughs> you know, when, when I was there. And I met some of the people that I that we talked for, uh, talk with, talk for, and um, yeah, we we'll
0: talk for, yeah. <laughs> and,
2: you know, and they came up and they introduced themselves. Um, some of them they came up and I knew instantaneously who they were just by looking at them. And some of them I had not seen their faces, and and it was kind of cool. Wow. But it, you know when they came in and introduced themselves, it felt like I already knew them as people. Right. And it was, right. It was awesome. We got along great. Went out and had beers with some of them, went out to dinner with some of them. And uh, it was a remarkable thing. And I felt at that show, I felt that I felt blessed as a miler to have what a our whole thing we preached all year was community. And our objective in this podcast is to build the community of fine-scale modelers and, right. in the model railroad community.
0: Well wow.
2: I think what we've done is we've got to personally experience what a community is all about, and right, that right. was what that's what it was. And 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 hopefully everybody else is feeling that as well through us. Hey, uh, and that's, if if that's the case, we've done our job.
0: I know I am, and we yeah. are going to cap with everything we just said. We are going to cap off this kick-ass year. With Thank
2: you way everybody
0: thank you guys thank you our guests thank you to everybody I know it's the end of the year it's a holiday season so that's our us extending our thanks to everyone that's either listened to the show shared the show been on the show you name it um thank you to everybody yep. and like I said to celebrate this kick ass year we're gonna share some kickass models that we think are yes it's not all the ones so so don't think this is like yeah, our, this is not, this, this isn't our, this isn't our end all be all list, right. but we're going to go. These
2: are the ones that we've seen that we like the most. We're
0: going to go through our top. Yes. Our, our top 10. In and we're no, going
2: to leave it, a lot of great people out. Yeah. Well, and mean, this isn't, like I said, this isn't the definitive,
0: this isn't the definitive 10. No, so
2: no, we're not numbering them. There's no one through 10. This isn't, it's, if you're, everybody's yeah, the same, The last one isn't, know?
0: the last one isn't the best. The first one isn't the worst. It's right. none of that. We just and the wanna...
2: people that are excluded aren't any less. It's just that these are ones we saw right. really popped out. Yeah, on right, us. right. And, so yeah.
0: we want to go through what we thought. We're going to pick our ten favorite builds, whether they were dioramas or kit builds or kit bashes or, or scratch builds that right. we like through the year. So, I agree. um, I know some people have sent briefly about each Some one people her. have sent us um pictures of their own stuff. Everything that we see that you guys is doing is great. So it's this is just our this is just our ten favorite of the year. Um, and these
2: are non. We're trying to keep it as non-professional. Well, not, as possible. Yeah, none of these
0: people are going to be manufacturers. So right. Yeah. Let's not roll. Yet. Let's we're gonna roll. It.
2: After, we're going to do that real quick afterwards.
0: Let's roll so with ahead. it. So um, yep. we are going to go through our ten favorite models of the year for our second to last podcast of the year. Um. And I'll let my dad kick off with a few here. So are you ready? I am. All right, let's get rolling. Again, this is in no order, and it's just um, our 10 collective favorite builds that we've seen for the year. I hope you guys like it, and I hope you guys admire the work that we're going to talk about just as much as we do because these guys really knocked a lot of the work that they did out of the ballpark.
2: Yep. Yep. All right, so let's get started. Well, I'm going to start with Mark Lassie. I'm I'm hoping I'm pronouncing his name correct. Um, Mark L-A-S-S-E-E or L-A-S-E-E. I I think it's L-A-S-E-E. Right. Anyways, Mark, uh, I know he follows us uh, at at all, but um, I've seen his his work in uh, Small World Diorama's group page in Facebook. I've seen his work. As well on several other groups, and um, and I really really love. It. There's a bunch of different things that he's done that are just outstanding, um, modeling wise. But
0: so, so, what was his model that was just knocking it out the park? called
2: apart? Ezra Cooper's garage, and it is it is an interior. It, it's a model from the outside too. I mean, it's a garage. It's it's modeled from the you know, interior, and you can look down on it or inside it through the doors, and it's got all the furnishings of, of a garage, you know, well done and uh, weathered perfectly. I mean, down to the, the wood shop pieces that are in it, or oh, not wood shop, but the, you know, the, the uh, machinery that would be used in a garage. Right. Um, it, it's all in there, uh, all your fine little itty tiny details are in there. Oh, yeah. He's
0: got a tractor. He's got uh, like an old John Deere tractor in there. He's got tools all over the place, old tires, benches, tools. Um, There's a bunch of people. Um, He's got a really cool old uh, vehicle out front, just gas pumps, Uh, you name it. Everything's on this one.
2: And and he's done a bang-up job. And as far as interiors go, it's one of the better ones I've seen this year. It is,
0: uh, it it is yeah. insane, the detail yeah. he put into it.
2: And uh, yeah, and what,
0: I, what I like a lot about it is the fact that the it is weathered, right? Mm-hmm. It's weathered and it looks like an old garage, but at the same time it's weathered, but it still looks like it's an active garage. So yeah, you have it's par-
2: not overdone. It's you like, have, like abandoned.
0: You have parts that are weathered and old, and then you yep. have things in it that are new and shiny. Um, yes. You have some tools in there that look like they're newer. You have some stuff in it that looks like it's been sitting for a while. It just looks... Like, it should. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I really like that tractor in there, by the way. That little... Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: sweet. I love seeing tractors. I've been into that lately, looking he at actually... models and seeing tractors and models. He even has a guy. Dioramas.
0: He's even got a guy taking a whiz. Yeah. In the toilet. <laughs> yeah. He's
2: got a bathroom in there. With
0: some pinup models models on the yeah. wall.
2: It's, the wall decorating is perfect. It is, it is super cool. I love it. And... That's a class act. The toilet, uh, the biology. guy,
0: the guy taking a whiz in the toilet is is it tops the it tops it. I mean the <laughs> the whole thing alone is amazing. Yeah, but, I
2: mean we're not going to make it about the guy taking no, a whiz
0: No, in the no, 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 but, this but guy that's some work into this. But but that's a feature that uh yeah. It, you know, it, it, it it's it's life. I mean it it, it happens. People got to go to the bathroom. But what's really also cool about it when you go around the outside of it, he's got like little uh like white graffiti like it's like someone painted on the side, like Jake the Snake uh, and some other names they can yeah. throw on the side, you know, uh, a yeah, little bit talking, of graffiti.
2: We're talking down the little tiny detail, and I love that aspect. He, he's not covering purse, per scale foot. This guy is covering per scale inch on some of this, Right, and I love it.
0: Well, Mark did an awesome job with that, and yeah. uh, if you are listening, Mark, you did a killer job on that kit.
2: So what do you got? What do you, which one do you like? We'll just exchange here for a little bit.
0: I was actually I was actually on Mark's page, so you go to the next one. I gotta go to my list. Oh, okay.
2: You have I'll go one to my one. next one. The next one I'm gonna pick and this guy everybody's seeing his stuff. It's it's completely another one it's, these are off the chart people. Okay, these are off the charts. All these ones I'm gonna list today. Uh, but his name is Rich Westerman. And rich has done he's taken a lot he takes a lot of your your kits from fine scale models um and you know um fine scale measures i'm sorry and um you know sierra west and all those you know big box kits Mm -hmm. and he just crushes them i mean uh, and it's it's kit after kit i don't know how he gets that many done in a year's time (laughs) i bet he's done five or six this year that I've seen, and they're all of top class level, but the best one I saw that I enjoyed was, and for a lot of the same reasons I liked Mark's previously, was uh, his J.R. Morton's foundry. And this guy put a lot of work into his foundry. It's like like five or six different buildings that makes it up. The key building, for sure, is a Sierra West uh, foundry building. I think it's called the Brass and Iron Foundry from Sierra West, I think at Sierra West. And it's, you know, you can go on to Railroad Models and Structures group page and you'll be able to find photos of this particular model. Uh, just look up Rich Westerman and look at the detail. He has put, uh, I, I need to talk about Sierra uh, West uh, Foundry main building. Mm-hmm. He, it's a stone block structure like you would see a cut stone structure and it's one of the best looking cut stone structures uh, painted and weathered that I've seen probably all um, all year for sure. I mean, I've seen a lot of good ones, but this one, he, 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 he nailed it. And uh, if you shrunk yourself down, you'd feel like you're standing outside an old stone structures foundry building. It's, it's cool. And, um, Uh, But the details all around every one of the buildings, it's the, it's the old rustic machinery outdoors and junk piles and vehicles and people and just detailed out to the max. And it's something you need to go see. It's, it's one of those things you could probably stare at for, you know, you would stare at it for a couple of days straight and you would not see the same thing twice. You would, you need to. You'd have to look at it over and over again to remember everything that's on it. It's 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 cool. I love to see that kind of work. Um, his weathering skills are just top notch, and his and his scenery outside the structure, um, with you know, uh, landscaping is extremely well done as well. So, uh, did you find that one, Brett?
0: Yeah, I, my computer won't even load anything right now. Uh,
2: okay, that's fine. And like I said, you will find his as well. In that same group that I mentioned, uh, railroad, uh, so, um, um,
0: this small world group. dioramas,
2: done uh, well. It's it's in that as well, small world dioramas, but it is also in the um, uh, mile railroading structures and scenery.
0: Very Are cool. you ready? No, well, I'm told you my computer is, I can't even scroll on my computer right now to get to where I don't want to. It's, I'm okay. completely frozen.
2: Okay, well, then I'll jump on.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm working here, but I'm trying to get to the yeah. one I wanted to get to. And
2: the next one I have is um, a guy. He does N-Scale. See, we're not just scale. Nah,
0: N-Scale. Uh, N-Scale Customs.
2: But, yes, and uh, his name is Raul Perez. And uh, and I don't know, and I've never met Raul Perez. I've seen his work many times, uh, and I've admired it because we're working with N-Scale now in fine detailing. And of course, we know that it can be done very well. There's a lot of great product out there. There's some great modelers for end scale. Raw uh, Perez just crushes this as well. And um, he did a Walters n scale Williams B- Marine Supply. And um, he actually has two that I'll mention because what's neat about what he does is these are these kits aren't are. are Um, wood structures, he's taken plastic kits and uh, and some of the the ones he's done is wood structures too don't get me wrong, but this particular these particular ones are uh, he's done Williams Marine Supply and Cargill Maintenance and both structures are Walters plastic kits and he's painted them and weathered them and you just like you did with your tower, Brett your signal tower
0: you can't he take, tell. He took it from a plastic kit and turned it into oh, yeah. something you can't big, tell the and difference.
2: It's, and it's a brick, bl- brick and block structures, and it's actually just gorgeous what he's done. Um, the uh, the uh, Williams Marine Supply is uh, just off the charts. Uh, it's something you would see along a waterfront, but in, you know, and it's just it's it's very well done, and people need to go check it out. I'm going to put that as one of my top ten as modelers and he's done it and he's done it with walters kits which we, you know we've all worked with and you know and they had their place uh, but this guy's taken uh plastic uh end scale to a different level and and it's impressive right so good job after all.
0: Hey, i will actually jump into this one um mm-hmm. i love the my, one of my next one of my favorites and i know it's probably on your list as well is uh the one that Dave Cruzwick did? Yeah. Uh, the dentist office.
2: Oh yeah, that's one of mine. It's still
0: one of mine. Thank you. Well yeah, well yeah, we talked about that earlier. We had we have multiples. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that, that's
2: that's so cool. It, I
0: mean, he did a dental. Well, he did the dentist and he did um, uh, well I, we'll just talk about the dentist. So the dentist office that Dave did was and actually a kit. It was Gordon's Novelty Company from FOS. Um, and he changed it into, was it, the, yeah, he changed it into a, it's actually two-part, is it? I don't know, it's just a dental thing. So, um, it's a cool building alone. The, the original kit was very cool, and he changed it into a dentist's office. And he actually sculpted a little um, tooth that was like a 3D sign that hung off the side of the building. It's like a big molar, uh, which is just something you never see. But but it but it's just so unique, and he did an awesome job on the kit. It's a cool, uh, like a four. I
2: love the tooth. It's a
0: four-story building, so it's a pretty cool-sized building. The tooth alone just added to the character of the building. It just looks, it's awesome. Oh yeah, he found a whole bunch of old, like dental signs, old toothpaste signs that went around the side of it. Um, an old Colgate sign. He made his own. I'm guessing he made his own. It says his own sign for the front. I'm I'm guessing it's custom. It says Furnish Rooms for Ladies and an old and a, a custom dentist sign out front. It doesn't look like it's something that I've seen before. Uh but it the storefront looks cool. The tooth is awesome. It's a pretty tall building. Um the the color scheme of it is awesome. It's like a dark dark olive green on a faded white, like a like a weathered white building. Um uh, yeah. but it's just uh it's a very unique building. It's a slim and long and tall building. So um, it's just, a. I haven't seen something like that in a long time. And he also did one, we, this probably isn't in our top 10 list, but it's still a cool building. He did that library as well. Uh, was it a library or a bookstore? I think it was a bookstore. It was a bookstore. And he made those custom, the storefront had those little books that like yeah. were part of the 3d sign, which was he's just so creative. And he's very done, cool. Yeah.
2: He's done a lot of buildings like that where he puts the feet feature details on the outside
0: on the storefront,
2: just give it. Yeah. So on the storefront, it gives it a different kind of character. And we talked with him as a, he was a guest on our show. Right. And uh, we talked with him about that. And he, you know, you you can go back and listen to that if you like on our archives. Um, But he also has done a lot of the building kits that you'll see for some kit companies. And we won't mention them, but he's done some kit companies, buildings for them, for their displays on their websites. He's written directions, and uh, this is a guy that's very creative with this work And that dentist office is the tooth uh, the, it, the tooth maker it's makes it's, it. awesome. it's don't,
0: don't, really cool the, the, it's the a small mo- structure the molar it, the molar cool. makes the building
2: yeah yeah it, I mean it, it, you know, it's, it's just, not an expensive kit no but and it's not a big kit in any shape or form it's I mean, a it's nice a good
0: size building. Yeah,
2: building it's a good size building it's a it's a nice it's a nice kit it's what you what he's done with that kit right you know it just it, it makes it stand out. It, it earns my top ten as well as yours.
0: Well, so, you agreement on that. So what so. do you got?
2: Well, I got another gentleman. My name is Paul Craig Week. Again, I do not know this guy, and he did this thing called the Railroad Camp Scene. And uh, I'm putting it on my top ten list. I've gone back over the last, you know, bunch of months, and I've kind of looked at it over and over again. He's, it's, it's detailed. It's a diorama scene, basically. I guess it, it looks like it's on a layout, but to me, it covers a lot of scale footage, you know. And um, it's several structures, but it's um, it's a railroad camp. I mean, it's basically buildings that are there for the railroad to use to service the railroad. And um, there's a nice two-story structure. Uh, all the lot of, all the structures that are on it are rustic looking. Uh, having like virtually no paint on them, they're all natural wood. Right. Um, he's done some amazing stuff with, with uh, shingle siding on on one of them. Uh, all his detail work on his windows, uh, they just they, they they stand out. They pop, and the, again the, the fine detail castings are all over the place. And his his groundwork around this diorama scene or around this layout scene. Um, the landscaping on it is completely natural. It looks like, it looks like he, he, he's done hand laid track and, um, his roof work is, is something that we, we appreciate because we love, we love roof work, you know? Absolutely. And roofing stuff is awesome for us. We love that kind of thing. And, um, he, he, he weathers them up to look like, you know, they don't look like a brand new roof. I mean, this is, this is, you know, it's as rustic as the building. I've seen rustic buildings with roofs that don't look rustic. And uh, this guy nails it. Um, he has wayside buildings with wayside tracks and uh, interior details, kind of like what we were talking about with Mark. Um, just nice, gorgeous stuff. Every type of machinery or uh, tools, tool sheds and tool racks. Uh, just loaded with, um, you know, railroad tools and things that would be used to service the rails and the and right. cars and engines and stuff. It's impressive. It's impressive work. Get on there, check that out. Paul Craig Week, and uh, that is also on uh, railroad models. Uh, uh, sorry, structures and scenery.
0: Right. So I have one. Um, it's on the model railroad structures and diorama. Yeah. Page. And it's a kit that I've wanted to do for a very long time. I just haven't been able to get my hands on that kit. Uh, just for a couple reasons, whatever. But um, the. Have you heard of. Um, I'm going to mess this one up. Uh, Jerry Gilliland on Model Railroad Structures of Diorama? No, I
2: have not. So he did That's one. A new one to me.
0: He did one of Wicked Wandas from Bar Mills. Yeah? And. I think he changed it to Wicked Wendy's, it looks like, uh, but it is a – I just love Wicked Wanda's as, as it is. Uh, yeah. It's a cool-looking building. He has some, like, women hanging out on the front, uh, women of whatever <laughs> whatever they're getting into at Wicked Wanda's, <laughs> but um, A, the kit itself is just a killer kit, but – uh, Jerry did a, and if you are listening, Jerry, that's awesome. If you aren't, you're gonna get a little bit of a couple likes probably on this on this post. But um, it's a it's a saloon, and I don't think he varied much from the kit. But the way he did it just looks awesome. It's not, it looks like it's stained. It's all natural wood looking. the The whole kit itself is just extremely well done. It's weathered like I like it, kind of pretty beaten and and battered. Um, the structure itself didn't change much from the kit but uh the the weathering alone on it i love it's not overdone but it's done just right um to where it looks like it's just an old tired just a tired beaten building yeah uh, he did a good job of lifting the shingles as well because you know as you know a lot of the bar mills kits come with those laser cut shingles and he did an awesome job lifting the shingles up the standing on the roof is just it's perfect. The rust from the metal features that are sticking out of the wall, like the lamps and the signs, just looks. It looks real. Um, I, I just. I love everything about that kit that he did. The all four sides of the kit are just. You just. It's not a big one, but you can spend a lot of time looking at it because the staining he did on it and the weathering is just is awesome. And it's. And you know me, and our listeners know me. I really enjoy weathering buildings to where they're beaten pretty heavily so this one just this one just sticks out to me it's nothing you know there's no extra scenery involved with it but the building alone i think just looks awesome have you been able to pull it up there on your end yeah
2: it's so cool man i'm looking at it right now
0: i love it that so he he changed it to wild wendy's i think he think he renamed the kit I love um, that
2: kit, by the way. It's Bar Mills, I believe, right? Yeah,
0: it's a Bar Mills. It's Wicked Wandas, and I've been for the longest time wanting to get my hands on that one. I just haven't yet.
2: It's got it's really really unique. It's a uh,
0: tall, it's a tall building. Oh, it's not tall. It's like two stories. But um, but the roof lines are so steep on it. Yeah, it's just so unique. Uh, yeah, it's,
2: it's pretty cool and
0: and that might be wow I've, he did a bang up i've seen a couple people do wicked wandas and it might not be the most it's like i said it doesn't have a lot of scenery around it it's not a mm-hmm. diorama kit no it's a building um, but i i don't know why i love the color that he did with it and it's just one that i remember um through the year that i've always i actually screenshotted it because i want to get my hands on that one and not do what he did with it because i don't i want to do it differently but I want to use his as an inspiration. I actually had it on my phone here. I brought it up on my phone because my laptop's being stupid, but um, uh, it's just one I had screenshotted and saved because I wanted to use that as inspiration on either a scratch build or uh, if I get my hands on Wicked One, is that that right. one. So, right. um, Jerry, if you're listening, that, I love your building. It's one of my favorites for the year. Um, it, it's not one, like, like I said earlier, that... Uh, has a lot of extra with it, but you did it so simple that it actually turned out better because you didn't add a lot of color to it. Uh, You didn't overdo it with uh, fancy colors or anything else. And it's just, it's simple, but it's very detailed. Love it. It is gorgeous. That's one of mine.
2: Well, I got another guy. Do it. This is a little different. This is not necessarily one particular structure, but it's more of a scene and it's on a layout that this guy is I, I believe he builds with his club. His name is Tony Segro. I think he's done most of the work on this, and um, he has modeled the uh, Columbia, PA, the ah. town along the Susquehanna River. Yeah. it's a Susquehanna River scene. His name is Tony Segro, S E G R O, um, and we are from Pennsylvania, and we're we're near within you know 12 miles of the Susquehanna River. Uh, in the Harrisburg area, and we 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 have been up and down all through our state along the river, and I've seen all the different towns and cities that that dot along that long, very
0: unique towns, one
2: mile river, one mile wide river, and uh, very unique towns that served both the steel industry, the coal industry.
0: Well, and what's cool, you know, and what's cool about them is a lot of the towns along the river, where we right. live, are. They they served the coal and they served the steel industry, but they weren't far from Harrisburg travel wise. So you you got a lot of old, rustic looking buildings, but at the same time, Harrisburg wasn't that far away, and you got a lot of other businesses that started to enter enter these towns in the early 1900s and late you know late to mid 1900s that were a little more modern. So you got when you look at these old historic buildings, you have some touches of a more modern. Uh, right. 30s and 40s era big cities entering right. these towns it's just right. a, it's a cool mix you, you, right. mo- it, money money was starting to pour into these towns right. at that time but anyways back yeah. to that model sorry
2: well it's not a model it's more of a I'm layout i'm sorry i'm sorry that layout. layout so we're giving credit to tony and his club it's the columbia and susquehanna model railroad club um at the columbia historic preservation society okay and i must tell you i'm looking at the photos of it i've been is a I've been This is another one I've been frequented, uh, have gone to. He's had several posts up in the in the group of uh, model roadway instructors and scenery, which uh, uh, you know is pretty much all your great modelers are going there and putting their stuff. Um, the town looks like every one of the towns that you'll see in in Pennsylvania along the river, or if you go to um, in Maryland, Columbia, Columbia, Maryland. It's the same kind of town, a similar look. The buildings are reminiscent of everything you would see in those towns then or today, and uh, it's a you know it's it's obviously uh, a railroad industry as well all along the Susquehanna. It's a hub of the Northeast, and his buildings have insane um, brickwork detail, um, weathering, all of it. It's just Gorgeous, done. It looks like every building looks like a postcard from a real photograph, and uh, the way the town is laid out is on a smaller scale from the Franklin South Manchester, of course, or uh, along that lines. He, this, this club or this guy, Tony, knows how to lay a town out. Are they in our and, area? Oh, we gotta go see this, man. I, Are they I, in I, our I, area? Well, it's Columbia. It's in Columbia, Pennsylvania. Right, but uh,
0: they're they're doing Columbia, in Columbia.
2: Right. That yeah, that was my new seat, by the way.
0: And that was not um, you farting.
2: <laughs> no, it's not me farting. That's my that's my fourth uh, Just a bork note, bork real quick.
0: At, it's a leather seat. At one hour and three minutes, Todd ripped the big one.
2: <laughs> so, anyways, um, it's something we got to go see. Uh, it's something you had to go onto the group page of Facebook to go see, but definitely. Check it out! It's model railroad structures and scenery. Tony Segro and the uh, Columbia Historic Preservation Society's model railroad and their club. Um, it is, it is the way a, a town should be laid out. Right. And it's it is it is is picture perfect.
0: All right. I mean, okay, real quick. Trees, we are down the two left. Yes. So I think we would be remiss. Well, we got
2: one. We you're would gonna, be remiss. Go
0: we would be remiss, and you can correct me, yeah, because we collaborated with this a little bit before we talked on this podcast. Right? Um, we would be remiss if we didn't announce or we didn't have these two modelers in our top, our favorite ten of the year. One is right. uh, Urusborn. Is it your or Uray? Uh, yeah,
2: Urusborn. Urusborn. Some and, of those bottles that I was looking at weren't necessarily well, him, from this year. Okay. Um but they're just gorgeous. Uh, his town is set up like, um, um, I think it looks a lot like, um, historic, um, shoot, uh, Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. Right. Yeah. all built build up a hillside. Uh, the brickwork is done. Um, awesome. It, you know, they look there, there's, they're not huge buildings, but they're like two and three story buildings. Yep. And, it's laid out with uh, walls. It's another. It's another large scene of his. It's a portion of his layout, but it's it's just gorgeous. You'll be able to find those photos all over the internet in all kinds of groups. Uh, Yuri is born, and he he's everywhere. Uh, yeah, and his 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 structure models are a lot of brick, and uh, it's done extremely and, well.
0: And you won't see a lot of like my dad said. You won't see a lot of uh, tall. Structures from him, he's done a right. few, but yeah. it's a lot of the old town, uh, two, three, four-story buildings, and they're they're all just killer buildings. That he's done right,
2: and it, and it, as it goes uphill, not not super steep, but it goes up steep, and it, the way it's laid out, it, it, you could tell he's he didn't use, I mean, he used the full skill, HS skill buildings. It wasn't like he used uh, forced perspective, you know? right. Smaller buildings. This, this is really, really well done, and you can see the structures as they go up in levels, and it's just, it's a, it's a, it's an eye-catching scene. Right, the man's great miler. So, is um, there any
0: in particular that stood out from him since we're doing our top ten, or do you just want well, to include I, his I, work?
2: his work his work in general is, is very good and he's been and,
0: he's extremely active it's not hard to find his work if you just no. look his up look him up in yep. any of the major groups you've probably seen him if you're on many of those facebook yeah. groups uh just killer stuff and i think the last one he's
2: very involved too in 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 the group oh yeah and, uh, and he's all over everyone's post friendly he, he, he's he, always he, checking people's stuff he's,
0: out yeah he's, he's on everyone's stuff he's he does yeah. a great job with literally sure. just, just interacting with everyone in the community he's a great guy uh, we have met him. I'm sure he's a great right. guy. But uh, you know, th- if you're listening, you a. It's uh. Hope I'm. hope we're I hope we're, not, we're not we're pronouncing your name right too. But uh, yeah. um You're doing a killer job, and that is you're doing some awesome modeling. So keep that yeah. up.
2: And then the next one that I have here is I think, a, I think former this is, guest.
0: Yeah, this one this it, one is probably one of my favorites of the year as yeah. far as detail because I don't think I have seen someone match his detail. And yeah, we long, talked long, long with him, time.
2: he's been a guest, and he's done some amazing work just this year. Um, some of the, probably, and I'm not trying to knock any other modeler out there. I, I think it's my, in my opinion, it is, I didn't want to label a 1 through 10 and I won't. No, no, but, no, 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 no. But um, it's it's insane. But I don't think it, anyone
0: it, will argue against,
2: no, <laughs> no going to argue it's about It's insanity. This. It's so insane. Well, I'm not going go we'll to go. Let's just give
0: the drum roll. Frank
2: Varga. Frank Varga. Hey, it's the Varga. mine are the Metzger Building 1 and 2. Yep. He took the Metzger Building.
0: Oh, my God. He knocked it out of the made park. made
2: two structures. Now, he's added extra wood onto it and everything else. Well, we it's a scratch-build,
0: kit-bash kit kind of thing altogether.
2: Right. And we talked to him on the show about about his former one that he did, the Mitchell and Godfrey Distillery. story. And which was another one he did this year that would rival in my, as one of the tops uh, to, to the Mexico buildings. Um, but um, yeah, that it, it, they're both amazing. I don't, I wouldn't even know which one to pick. Okay.
0: I don't, but the I Mexico
2: building one and two um, he did recently, he did the first one and it was an IGA building. Right. And he took the old '70s or '80s style IGA and made and made it into this, made the Metzger building into this amazing-looking downtown IGA building, and it, and you have to go see it. It's model railroad, uh, sorry, railroad models. Uh, I'm sorry, railroad scenery and structures, or whatever I said it was. And uh, the group, I uh, said earlier, go in there, check out his work. It's the Metzger building. He did the first one, and he what he did was he took part of the front of the kit and turned that into one big building. He added a couple extra walls, made it a little taller, um, used some of the same details and stuff that come with the Metzger building by Foss Scale Models, and uh, he is he detailed out the sidewalk work, the road work in the diorama of it. It looks like, you know, I've seen where you take O scale. Or, you know, O scale buildings or or 135th scale um, you know, military level buildings or military style buildings. And the scenery on the sidewalks and the storefronts and stuff you see on Instagram and things like that, they're done bigger scale. And he has taken HO scale and done this in HO scale. And you could, stay, you could shrink yourself down like, like Kathy Millett does uh, in her in, in at the end of her old uh, videos that she's done, where she makes her mini mini Kathy, put yourself in a mini size and put yourself down there, and you will swear that you're in another time zone.
0: Right? It is, it, it, it,
2: it is reminiscent of when I grew up in the 70s as a kid and the early 80s as a teenager, and um, it just it reminds me of so many different little downtowns in any town. And uh, it, like I said, his his bottling is off, literally off the charts. And he will take any structure he builds and turn it into um, a, a, a just a, a level of art that I've not seen done in my row from anyone. And, and, and I mean anyone. And then we'll take... Um, but what he did then, just recently, he puts out Metzger Building number two, which is an entirely <laughs> different structure. I don't think he sleeps. From, I don't think he from sleeps from the same structure as the other half of the structure. And he took it and made that one into another building. I guess they're he next to sleep. each other.
0: He doesn't sleep. He just works on me- he, he just did. works on Metzger buildings. <laughs>
2: it, it's 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 the most insane, intense work. It's an HF scale. It's this year, without a doubt, it's the most intense work I've seen done as far as uh, as as detailing and painting and imagination. I think the whole key on this one, uh, every one of those modelers we mentioned did an amazing job. Um, equally, I'm not putting one above the other because they all have their amazing side, and everybody's got a different style. Right. This guy's is a different level in imagination. What he's done is he looks at a structure and then restructures it. <laughs> you yeah. were talk about – we talked earlier tonight about uh, going commando with the instructions.
0: <laughs> that guy goes commando on all of his kits.
2: Oh, my gosh. I, I don't – those, those instructions on those kits, they don't even come out of the damn box. No. Okay. They're, that's it. They're just – that's – he has a different design before that even arrives in his mailbox. box. He's got to figure it figured out what he's gonna do with this thing. It's 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 insane. Um, so, anyways, that's that's the yeah. other one on my list. Actually, I have an eleventh, and we we should be. I do not want to let him out. Go for it. And that is Ken Anderson. Oh yeah. And uh, Ken did that mine, and he won our structure contest. And I want to put that mine that he did in there, and some kind of owl. What was the owl mine? I don't have the photos up in front of me right now. It's part of his Matuga Creek um, uh, layout that he has, and there's there's a group page for that you can look at up, and uh, and you can go to our page and you can find pictures and such of his mine that he won the contest from. It's a coal mine, and he's done uh, another in a different layout, or I'm sorry, different layout in a different type of building. We talked a lot about city structures tonight, okay? But this guy took a mine and down to the pipe work coming out of that mine he's done. And it's just, it's, it's a different, it's a similar style of detailing than what you see on all the other ones I mentioned, but this is a, this is almost like, I don't even have almost prototype of any mine, Right. Uh, And you're, you know, it's just—it's very, very cool. Go to our website, check it out. And that's uh, Ken Anderson. He was a guest of ours. He's with the uh, North Carolina uh, Sippers and
0: uh, Sippers and Tippers.
2: No, it's not Sippers and Tippers. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Sippers, some kind of sippers. It was not Sippers and Tippers.
0: Oh, okay. I'm uh, wrong. But,
2: yeah. Anyways, their group, good stuff. Um,
0: I think it was then.
2: Uh, anyhow, but, uh, he would be my 11th. Now that we wanted to touch on before we wrap up tonight, we want to touch on, um, there's two kits that I want to mention out there this year that were put out by manufacturers.
0: Well, uh, I want to do model before we do that. that, I want to do some like honorable mentions because I I think these would go without remiss and I'm only... I, I I feel bad that we don't mention them because they did some killer work this year. Um, yeah. And it's a couple of our patrons actually. Sure. Because they post them on our overtime uh, our overtime page, and I know they probably cross post them elsewhere, but um, they deserve the attention as well. Um, Jeff Fleischer did that
2: yep. tower. Oh yeah.
0: He did that tower gas and oil kit, mm-hmm. which I yep. think turned out amazing um yep
2: and he has several structures he's done a bunch on, of other ones as well on, on some of the groups we talked about that are amazing right yeah they're really well done
0: um he did yeah, gas station school gas station might be one of my favorites from him that he's posted for us mm-hmm. um it's just it's awesome the the detail and the weathering work he put into it was was amazing i loved it um let me i'm rolling through here uh greg baker has done a lot of cool little mini dioramas this year he's done some really cool small diorama work and my the ones that stood out to me from greg were he, he i don't think he had an official name for him but there was like a a gas station and a tool shed that he did that had lift off roofs with interior details i know one thing that greg does pretty well is the interior details i know you've seen them and he's yep. he's probably cross posted them. Like I said, these all have been cross posted elsewhere. Um, right. But the the interior details that, that Greg does on his buildings are are really good. It, I'm jealous of a bunch of them. So yes. uh, Greg does an awesome job with that. The um, what was the one here?
2: He's put a lot of stuff up too. I mean, he, yeah,
0: he's, he's all over it. it. Yeah. Um. The one that. What did I even write? It's it's a Jake Johnson. It's the Macomb, uh, oh, the storage one, Macomb Storage. Mm-hmm. Yep, that one is a, a killer building. I lost it on here, but but uh, yeah. we have the picture of it. I'll find it. But he did Jake yeah, stuffs awesome. Like we a just big, did a it's a big podcast with him last. We week. We just did a podcast with him, yeah, last week. But yeah. Macomb's is a, a killer kit. It looks awesome. Uh, I mm-hmm. love it. Uh, the and the la- the other one I wanted to do. I mean, everyone's done a lot of work, um, a lot of good work here. Uh, where was it at here? I'm scrolling through, so I'm sorry. Um, Dan Pugach has done a bunch of awesome work with – With he's posted a bunch on our page. Right. Um, he's done some scratch builds that turned out pretty cool this year. He did the one of that in he's, our, in our I, contest.
2: We've got to watch him come a long way. Yeah, and right now his stuff is just rocking. He's
0: turning, he's turning it up with his kids. There's a
2: lot of people out there we've he, seen over the last year he, that have made huge strides. He did a in scrap. What they do? He did oh a. My he did that scrap build
0: contest that we did. A scratch build from the scraps, yes. and yep. he made um a train tow truck, a train wreck tow truck, mm-hmm. um or just a train tow truck, and it was uh pretty unique because it was a a rolling stock scratch build. Yeah, which, and he made it from scraps, and it turned yep. out. Really good for. Well, it, made,
2: it made our decision making very tough.
0: For the contest parameters that he did, and based yeah. on the original photo that he provided, it was a a really badass looking little piece of rolling stock. So it looks yeah. it looks awesome.
2: Yep. And
0: um, the other one that I wanted to talk lastly about from our patrons was actually from Lynn McCurdy, mm-hmm. and he did the um, uh where was oh it? some of the Lynn stuff. Oh, the Hicks Funeral and Parlor great. and Shoe Repair. That was another one that was part of the scratch build scrap I think it was that was that the scratch build contest?
2: Yeah. Yes it was. Yeah. It was a scrap box guys.
0: Scrap box contest. Yep. He did the funeral home and parlor. Um, and it just the roof on that thing, I love the roof on it. It was like a wood shake roof that a bunch of the shakes yep. were missing and yep. uh, just, it was very creative. Yeah. For for like I said, the parameters that we gave those guys to work within with yeah. working with scrap, they turned out huh. awesome. So, those are two guys that I wanted to give some shout outs to and just some honorable mentions from our overtime at the bench. Uh, I'm, I'm going page.
2: to get touch on two professionals um, that I thought put out, uh, uh, each put out a really cool model that can be bought. And um, on you know, and there's others out there, and we you know, yeah. There's I, lots of I know we've missed
0: we've missed a bunch, and right. we apologize. And it, but this we, is on the we would on professional slash vendor a, level. This would be a five hour podcast if we talked right. about all of them.
2: Right, exactly. Um, and that will be Jason Jensen uh, doing the Casey's workshop, the Wharf mm. in particular, the oh, Wharf. Yeah. Jason. Jason's put out like amazing stuff. We've had him on the show many times. I'm not, I don't need to pump him up any more than what we already have. But uh, the wharf is an amazing structure that he did for, for, you know, to, Casey's. to model for Casey's workshop Yep. and uh, to help promote the, that model and did the modeling work for it. And he did a great job on a great looking kit that we can all, you know, you can purchase. Uh, and then the other one would be, of course, uh, you know, uh, Doug Fosco-y, uh from Fosco oh, Models. Yeah, that goes without mention earlier. Really. And and of course the terminal, and those are the two biggies that I think you know obviously are uh, at, on the modeling level. When you look at them, they're just phenomenal and they look great. I'm not talking about the kits themselves. I mean, you know, you can you can buy them or not. I don't care. Uh, but I'm saying when you view the models as they're built by them being modelers. Um, it's a, it's a, they, they set a bar. I mean, so. Absolutely. uh, Yep. And techniques, they, they, you learn so much from those particular types of people. All these people that we mentioned tonight are people that you can learn by. Um, If you talk to them on the groups, make sure to make sure to ask questions. Uh, Everybody I've ever met in this hobby is willing to share and work together to help make us all better modelers. And, Thank you to all the people we mentioned tonight.
0: 2018, you made. A, um, I mean, this isn't our New Year's podcast. That'll be next week. That'll no, be the that'll no. be the the year end wrap up. But um, right, right. Uh, I do want to touch on one more thing, one exciting new detail oh. for the year before we oh, end. up Oh, this I have podcast. another 2018 oh, 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 I'm sorry, you said two, and that was two. So go for it.
2: Well, I want to talk on a product that I thought was phenomenal for this year. A lot of the products that we've seen for building um are ones that have been around for a couple years okay uh the one product that i found this year to be most useful and really cool um of course and we talked about it on the show but for me i thought it was a breakthrough product and that was foggy mountain models uh brick uh brick and block uh mortar block uh paper Oh, product yeah, that yeah, you yeah, yeah. we for, use that a bunch and, and to me i thought that is a neat really cool well done actually beautiful um piece of modeling material that is you know, has recently come out and every, and is starting to make uh you know a lot of people are buying it up and and really getting into its use and I, and it it makes gorgeous looking retaining walls and everything else uh, that is from Foggy Mountain Models. Uh, just Google and find them if you want. Check it out. It's it's uh um, it's
0: awesome. It's awesome paper to work with if you want to add foundations to your buildings. We use a million
2: products, but that's a new one this year. That yeah,
0: it works really good for foundations on your buildings, and it works yep. really good for retaining walls. Right,
2: absolutely. So, and there's like five or six different types, and it's not real expensive, and it goes a long way, and you can have a lot of fun with that and get very creative. But it, it, to me, it, it's not about that. It's not about us promoting a product.
0: No, not at all. It's we don't about, get anything for it's it. It's about
2: talking about a breakthrough product. I think that's a. I think that's a breakthrough product, and it's I think easy that's to work an avenue. That it can be expanded
0: on. It's easy to work with, and it saves you a ton of time painting little yes. brick or stone walls.
2: Yeah, I think that's. He has a lot of room to add more expansion into. Oh, onto definitely, such definitely. As yes. definitely. So does that definitely? So, do you want to get? That's
0: all in, I got. Do you want to get that. into our little? Uh, little um announcement here big announcement
2: i do and okay. this is huge okay
0: this is gonna be cool guys and this won't be for until the new year rolls around probably but right. um we wanted so to announce give
2: you it you any names or anything but no we well, wanted
0: we'll, to we wanted to just give you guys a quick announcement just to get ready for it and um right. psych you guys up a little bit and we are pumped about this
2: okay and i and i i wanna i'm gonna be honest with everybody here on this neat little project we're going to be doing. Full disclosure. Right, right. And what what's important to uh, remember is the credit isn't entirely uh, our... I, I'd like to say that, you know, we took credit for this or that. And no,
0: I don't like to say we took credit for it because we didn't.
2: No, no. I, you know, I'd like to say I did, but I can't. That's I, I, not the person I am. Um, but... This person I will mention him is uh, his name is um, looking.
0: Oh, great! You already forgot his name.
2: No, <laughs> I, I, I want to read his thing here. Um, his name is Joe Collins,
0: who has and, been all over. He he's a good listener. Went right, all over our stuff.
2: Right, and Joe Joe sent me a private message saying, you know, hey, you guys do the live feeds. Why don't you? Do a live feed where we can where people can all build this. You know, we pick a kit and everybody starts building the same kit together and we'll work together on it on the live feed. We'll, we'll you know, so each we'll, week
0: we would do, um, this won't, be, this won't be something we bang out in a night. No, uh, no, this will this be something where each week we'll pick, um, a part of the kit and we'll right. all work on it together
2: from beginning to end. And until we finish it up. And then what you'll do is we'll, we'll show what we do with it. You can take it and work on it during that week. You do that part at, or as far as you want to go. I don't care. And you build the same kit. And what we'll, we're working with a manufacturer right now. We'll announce it hopefully in the next couple of days hey, or we'll, week.
0: Yeah, give us give us till the new year.
2: Yeah. And um, we're going to make an announcement as to the kit manufacturer. That is producing this kit for this particular purpose. It's going to be a really nice kit. It's going to have a little bit of everything. So you'll have, you know, a little different types of um, mediums in building, um, some board and batten, um, some clapboard, you know, uh, different types of roofing, and uh, it, it, and you know, it's it's just something we'll, we'll give you more detail on. This person designed this company designed this kit. Uh, for this purpose, so we can have a little bit of everything, so we can teach you different techniques along the way, and you can make it happen on your building. And we're gonna cut, try and keep it at a decent price point to where it's not overly expensive. It's actually a little, rather on the cheaper side, uh, but it's a quality structural kit. And if you've never built a, or built a wood structured kit, um, a craftsman kit. And you've always wanted to, and you listen to our cast, or you don't listen, you know somebody who would like to maybe start doing what we do, okay? Like or like you do, Um, you're gonna be able to tell them about it, you know, get them a kit, get them to tune in and say, hey, you know what? This is how you can do it, so they're not intimidated by it. We're gonna learn all kinds of different structures. We can share our photos with it throughout the weeks, Uh, your photos, our photos, and we're gonna do the live build. With that, um, Brett and I will each have a kit as well. And we will have a special guest who we've had on before and a famous modeler uh, who is also going to be doing the build with us on uh, the live builds as well uh, from time to time or whatever, or maybe every week. Who knows? Yeah. Um, And uh, it's a very big project going on, and we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Um, it's, I think it's kind of groundbreaking. I don't think it's been done before. Uh, we'll announce uh, the kit manufacturer and what it's all about here very soon. And then it will give you enough time to go order that particular kit and then wait for you to get it and shipping and everything else. We'll have a deadline. Um. Well, we're gonna start. Yeah, we'll by, work out uh, all the. We'll yeah. work
0: all of those details once we right. have more. um exactly. More to know about. More to tell you. And guys. it's
2: gonna it's gonna be a really cool thing. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to announcing that very soon. We'll, you know, it probably, we'll, probably we'll announce it here, but we'll probably also announce it very soon on our own website. So, um, yes, so I'm so, excited about that. It's yeah, gonna be well, a lot we, of
0: fun. We'll have more details. Uh, like I said, around the new year, probably about that yep. ra- around there. Pretty cool um, winter project. But it'll be fun for everyone to kind of join in with us as we build it. It won't be something complicated, so anyone from of, huge. anyone from any skill level will be able to pick up this kit and work right. with it. Um,
2: we'll, and it's we'll, not some little, we'll, we'll try... little shack thing either. I mean, we're talking. This is a structure no. that when you're done, you'll be able to go. I'm proud of this no. structure. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. The...
0: Right. But but but, but yeah. what I meant was, it's not something that you know is intimidating. Right. It's not an intimidating build. No, not at all. But but not what we're gonna do is um, Make we're it gonna. Less intimidating. What?
2: We're going to make it less intimidating.
0: Well, yeah, we're going to just, you know, if you're an accomplished modeler, you obviously can do this along with us. We'd love it. If more, Yeah, show show
2: us your fancy stuff, man.
0: Yeah, but, uh, you know, any modeler, any skill type, we want everyone to be able to join in on this with us. Um, The main thing with this is we have had a couple people reach out to us that um, would love to get into some craftsman kit modeling that aren't too sure about it or they aren't. Um, familiar with working with it they might not know we have a lot of people ask us different techniques for different things so what we're going to do is have us two and another modeler join with us like my dad said and we're all going to show you um, our own little techniques the whole way through the build so that way if one thing works for you or one thing you like more from one guy than the other um, you'll be able to use our all three of our techniques to build or combine them well that's what I meant. You're gonna be able to yeah. use all three of our techniques, whichever you like, or whatever you wanna combine, use this from that right. person, that from this person, um, and just make a really sweet little a sweet building for your layout with us. So right. um right. we'll have more on it soon and uh um we're very excited to start this with everybody. So yep. um I think that's a I think that's a good a good uh place to call this one a night. I do. All I right. do think
2: that's it. So well, I hope you all have a great holiday. If have you, a Merry Christmas. Christmas, Christmas uh, enjoy there.
0: it. Have a safe, happy holiday. If you're yeah. traveling, have safe yeah. travels. Enjoy um, your
2: family. Take a break from this for yeah. a, couple, you know, like a day or two or more, and enjoy your family and be around them. And and uh, you can all, we got forever to model. So absolutely, uh, yeah.